Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own Eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Welcome into another edition of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff. Joining us once again on the podcast, John Carruthers, Crest Fund Pizza, Revolution Brewing, and a new Italian beef project, I've been told, John. Welcome back onto the podcast. We appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me back, guys. Well, let's talk, before we get into the Italian beef stuff, let's get a rundown of what you've been doing, really, since I think it, it all stemmed from the pandemic, correct? Your Crust Fund Pizza, making pizzas at home. Uh, give everybody kind of a rundown of what you've been doing over the past few years through pizza, which we all love. From your alley, of course. From your alley. Sure. I mean, yeah, we all needed something to do in those early days, right? I picked pizza, which was the most Midwestern version of everyone else's sourdough fixation that I could think of. Uh, later that year, started selling them to support a lot of just great causes I really believe in in Chicago, and we've been kind of off and running since then. We've raised over, call it $60,000, um, making pizza for places like My Block, My Hood, My City, um, Build Chicago, uh, St. Margaret's House, Mobile makers, just all these great places in the area that make, you know, make the city a better place to live and, and get people doing stuff, you know, for the good of their communities. How many pizzas do you think you've sold at this point? Gosh, I used to keep a count, and then I lost it once, <laughs> and I couldn't even tell you. I mean, it's, you know, it's... You, you've it's, basically turned your home into a pizzeria. Like, you've been just cranking out pizzas for a few years, few years now in your own kitchen. Yeah, I used to uh, used to have a beer fridge, and now it is just full <laughs> of deli blocks of mozzarella and you know, like pickles. And, uh, yeah, it looks like a very weird and specific grocery store uh, kind of when I go downstairs. That's a good life. So, if somebody wants to try your pizza, what do they have to do? Well, they keep an eye on my Instagram account. Is that Nachos and Lager? And uh, once a month, I post a menu. Like, if it's not a picture of pizza, you know this is an action time, because the rest of it is all pictures of pizza. <laughs> but as a menu, uh, that means orders are good to go. You click on my profile, there's an order form, and if you miss out, you can bid your largest to win the last pizza, and that goes right to the different nonprofit of the month. How quickly do these pizzas go? Uh, like a minute like, or two. Like, yeah, a minute or two, that's how quick they go? Yeah, I can't help that I am in a home oven and have a staff of one, but, uh, you know, everyone loves loves a good seller, you know, the the hype, the hype, the FOMO is part of it. Like, I can't, I can't say I hate the effect that has on people's perception of the pizza itself. Right. Social media is, for the most part, terrible, but there's a lot of good that can come from social media, and you've basically been doing this through your Instagram account entirely, correct? Yeah, it's, it's wild, um. Like, I must be one of the few people on Instagram who has so dialed into one thing that the algorithm doesn't even show me weird stuff anymore. It's just like, hey, these are pieces you like, and here are some sandwiches you might like. Everyone else is getting, like, fight videos and bikini influencers, and I'm just, like, hungry all the time. 
You know, since we last talked, you also got to compete on Chopped, which uh, was really fun to watch. And what I loved about you being on there, you kind of had like the uh, British uh, British Bake Off approach to it, where you were supporting people around you while they were talking trash. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about that experience? Oh, sure. I don't remember any trash. I remember there were lovely folks, even Scott uh, Conant. But it, it was fun. It's like, you know, if you make it all the way there and you jump through all these hoops of talking to producers and telling your story over and over and, and figuring out what you're going to do, like, why not enjoy it while you're there? They, um, you know, I'm, I, I, most people don't get one shot at that. You get your one shot. It's like, oh, well, this is the nicest and biggest kitchen that I'll ever cook in, and I'm allowed to run in it, and people will bring me things. Like, man, yeah, have a day of it. That's amazing. Are you ever, last time you were on, I asked you if you would ever open like a brick and mortar pizza shop and you kind of said, nope, is that, is that still off the table for you? I think a lot of people would really like to eat your pizza more regularly, John. You know, I've thought of it and, uh, you know, if you would ask me on a day that wasn't today when I spent last night up with a sick baby, uh, <laughs> I might've been a little more like, well, we'll see, but, uh, no, I, I just, I can't imagine those hours and, like, kids' hours. And, honestly, I started this because of my family. My family's my most important thing. And um, family and startup restaurant hours are often incompatible. Well, your uh, day-to-day gig is working with Revolution Brewing, one of the great breweries here in Chicago. What, what's your role there? I'm the director of communications. It is not a uh, it is not a bad gig. So I handle social media and content. Um, you know, writing what's on the cans, um, doing our community development and uh, press releases and everything like that. It's you know kind of everything they want a loud person to do for a brewery, and I'm very good at being loud. So I'm talking to you guys today. <laughs> Safe to say that uh, all of your friends and family members get beer for for Christmas and the holidays from Revolution. Oh yeah, beer, beer merch, barrel aged beer. Yeah, it's very easy. Like I, I'm wondering if everyone hopes or doesn't hope they get picked in Secret Santa. <laughs> you're you're everybody's favorite guy. You bring the beer and pizza. Oh, it's hilarious! And I'll bring it to every family party. That's like one of the big. Um, it's it's like one of the big benefits of like doing this. But sometimes I'll go somewhere and people will be like, "Oh, I, I bought Revolution beer because I knew you were coming." I'm like, "Oh man, I I, I wanted to drink a highlight." <laughs> right, right. John's coming. You know, we all like okay. the occasional change. <laughs> right, John's coming. Guess we're drinking beer today. Um, okay, Mike gave yes. you a heads up on the Italian beef situation. Mike, you feel, Phil, you know more about this. I know a little bit, and uh, you know, John, uh, for some reason. Apparently, you and the FX network have some beef right now. <laughs> this pun not intended there. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your project, the original C and D of Chicagoland. When I see the photo, I feel like I'm back in like you know my family's uh, barbecues with the RC cola in the background and the Lutz chips. Tell us a little bit about C and D of Chicagoland and how that came together. Yeah. Um... So you were talking earlier about how I turned my home into uh, a fake pizzeria. I actually also keep an eye out for, like, wildly stupid and expensive things that no one should have. And one of the things I've wanted for years is a meat place. I don't mean, like, the little countertop guy that, like, you see in food and wine. Like, I wanted the big, dangerous, Rahm Emanuel lost finger to this meat slicer. Because <laughs> my family has a long tradition of making Italian beef for weddings, and you can only do so much without that paper-thin, like, stained glass, look-through-it kind of sheen. Mm-hmm. So I found one on Craigslist that was, like, a price that I could not say no to. It was like, it's hard to find deals on used restaurant equipment. How, much, how much was it, John? Uh, yeah. 
It was five hundred dollars for a machine that I think starts at twenty eight hundred. Wow. Like I just couldn't not get it. And even my wife was like, "Fine, this is fine. Where are you going to keep it?" Okay. And then I, I have this meat slicer, and I'm like, "Well, I'd like to do Italian beef one month." Cause I've got this family recipe. Uh, I, you know, wouldn't be doing pizza that month because I only have so many hours. Like, what's a good reason to do this? And um, honestly, it was just watching the bear that made me remember the whole family recipes thing and find the old family recipe because we haven't we haven't actually like cooked for one of our own weddings in the family for a while. Like times are a little less lean, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I forgot this, and I have this, and so I've got this recipe. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I wrote an article for the takeout about the recipe, uh, but then I'm like, you know, what's a new story I can tell about this? And I thought to myself, I'm going to pretend to be sued by FX networks. <laughs> so that's what I did. Oh, that's fantastic. I, so, I mean, it's gorgeous and I need to get back to RC Cola. Is that just the most Chicago of sodas? If we're going to do a power rankings of, <laughs> you know, Chicago pops, sure. sorry, how dare I say soda? RC and and pizza for sure. I mean that's I mean Bears games is where you can get it. If you notice that yeah. that is all they serve there. Yeah, I mean, and if you were if you're going to frame this unkindly, you can say that you know the Bears are kind of the RC cola of the NFL. Oh, that is too good, <laughs> too good. All right, so you're doing but, uh, this, you're doing the same with Italian beef that you did with pizza. Do I have this correct? Yes, that was that was uh, gotcha. November's Crust Fun Pizza Project, and we sold a whole lot of beef. And the nice mm-hmm. thing is, it's way easier to make fifty beefs than it is to make fifty pizzas in a in a home setting. I mean, you need the machinery because I know a lot of people will make an Italian beef at home, but it's really not Italian beef. Like it's the seasonings, but a lot of times I think people just throw like a big chuck roast in a slow cooker and they kind of shred it. I'm like, well, that's you don't get really like shred fall apart beef on a Chicago Italian beef. You really need to slice it. Thin, paper thin. Yeah, yeah, or else, yeah. It's exactly top round, sliced, big old vacuum packed piece of meat. Otherwise, yeah, it's just pot roast with a Northwest Side accent. Right, right. <laughs> well put. Uh, so, are you going to do this again? Can someone try your Italian beef soon? Soon ish. Uh, yes, this will be back on the menu. It went really well. I loved it. I am more in love with my slicer than ever. And uh, yeah, we're going to head into. 2020 running on both pizza and beer and uh beef (laughs) what's the what's the project this month project this month i'm working with uh the legendary jimmy banos you're actually talking to me on the night it drops wow Um, we are doing an entire menu called the greeks invented pizza and it is four different greek inspired pizzas one with uh lucanico lamb saucers that i'm making one with a muffaletta topping um you know, inspired by Jimmy's time with Heaven on Seven, uh, one with Duvlaki Pork that this great local Greek butcher donated. And then the last one is like just all the ingredients of a Greek salad on your veggie pizza. It's like the, you know, the supreme pizza, but like of Mykonos. I love that. Jimmy Banos, a legend in Chicago. Uh, what are some pizza spots that, like, do you still go out for pizza? Or are you just making your own pizza? What, what are some of your pizza spots in Chicago? My wife, my wife had a great line for this recently. She's like, I feel like someone's asking me what. I, she's like, I increasingly feel like someone's asking me what hotel I would stay at in Chicago. And it's like <laughs> I, I don't know. Like right. I live here all the time. Right, right, I mean, right. like she's just eating pizza at home all the time. Yeah, there are some really great ones. There's um, Jimmy's Pizza Cafe. If you want to like bring a, a reticent New Yorker friend over for she, a slice, I had Jimmy's last weekend. Yet. I had Jimmy's last weekend, John. It's fantastic. I thought it was great pizza. 
It's wild. I don't understand how that place doesn't have lines up. I mean, they're doing well, but I don't understand how that place doesn't have a line all the time. Like, this is the pizza people say they want, and it is executed flawlessly. Um, I also really love, like, you want to talk about the one-liter RC Cola. is like Michael's Original and Uptown. Like, oh, great yeah. sports bar, great pizza. Like, every time I go back and it's been a little while, I'm like, oh, man, I hope I'm not just misremembering this is better than it was because I spent, like, my entire youth watching the Bears there. But, no, that pizza still hits, and it is still delicious. And that place never makes any lists. Like, I, I always like to do that. You know, you find a place that doesn't make a list. Yeah. Um, if you want pan, you know, Millie's Pizza in the Pan in Uptown is, mm-hmm. like, gorgeous. It's amazing. Every pizza looks like it was created for a magazine spread, and it's, like, delicious. That perfect burnt cheese, like, burnt cats, Pequod's kind of baked to it. We had uh, 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 Billy Zerkep brought us in some Millie's pizza. Yes, didn't he, he did. I've been thinking about uh, it ever since. Another uh, another home pizza cook like yourself, Billy's doing good things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike wanted to plug something else before yes. we let you go, John. So this time of year, people are still like scrambling to find gift ideas or even something to go into the new year. And John, uh, last year you were kind enough. To, uh, to to bless both Kevin and I with your pizza cookbook, The Pizza for Everyone, where you got recipes from people in the industry, friends of yours. It's an absolute blast, also just for reading. It's like great coffee table material. And last New Year's, I made the, uh, the uh, deep dish uh, recipe that was in here, and it came out amazingly. So, you know, if, if, uh, if people are looking for something and you are a pizza enthusiast like all of us here, this is a great gift. Can you tell our listeners how to get it? Yeah, sure. So the cool part about this is you can order it online, um, you know, at a place that also goes to sh- uh, support the, the Chicago Cultural Center. The shop is called Buddy. It's right there on the Cultural Center. It'll ship anywhere. And it also helps support not just, like, the programming, but, like, art and artists in Chicago, like, exhibiting and selling in that space to, like, showcase the best of, like, local artists to the whole world. That's awesome. Uh, I, love- I believe it is high-buddy.org. High-buddy.org. Hi, buddy. Love it. Um, well, we love what you're doing, John, and we appreciate you jumping on the, uh, the podcast. What's the latest at Revolution Brewing? Anything special for the holidays? Two big things special, like in addition to our Christmas uh, holiday ale that we have every year, we have got two things coming up uh, for every kind of person. For the people who drink, we have cold time premium lager coming out. Nice. When I say premium lager, it's not a craft lager. It's not our spin on a lager. This is the beer that you would hand to your high life drinking uncle, and the both of you would have the greatest time. It's um, you know at our two locations now, but come January fifteenth, it's rolling out in twelve packs competitively priced and we think it is going to sell a lot of lager in the midwest and direct some of that money back to you know great great lakes breweries that that make lagers you know everyone everyone pegs everyone as ipa if they're not one of the big players but uh make a a dang fine lager if you are taking january off we've got super zero hop water the sparkling hop water just hop water citric acid and it is delicious i actually go through a lot of it at home uh, and because it's not beer we can ship it directly to your door if you are listening from outside of chicagoland i love that i uh, did a dry january last year i'm planning on doing it again this upcoming year as well i might have to tap into that uh john carruthers yeah. is the man he's been raising money over the past few years by making pizza and now italian beefs follow him on, on instagram at nachos and lager for your chance to try some crust fun pizza john we appreciate you uh jumping on the podcast happy holidays happy holidays always good to talk to you
And that was John Carruthers from Crust Fund Pizza. I still got to try that pizza. What is uh, the Piff family? What's the holiday stuff going on? I know you're always out doing things, <laughs> Christmas thing. I do want to say I went to yes. the Chris Kindle Market last night and tried the reclut, the, the cheese oh, sandwich. Which kind did you get? Uh, there's ham on it. Yeah. There's the cheese, obviously. There's yeah. some some pickles, some onion, and some Dijon. Oh, I and... had the salami one. Okay. Yeah, we did actually both because we did it like a week ago. So. Smart. And, uh, you know, the line when we went on that Saturday was like a half hour to get oh, up there. Oh, man. You must have gotten it right away. Yeah, we waited just a few <laughs> minutes. We went on like a Wednesday at like 5, 5.30. So it worked out. I know the weekends there are crazy, but... Uh, did you get some mulled wine? Yeah, we got one of those, had a German beer, and I had to get a bratwurst, of course, as well. So, yeah, I think uh, the Chris Kindle Market's great. It's just that it does get crazy packed at times. So if if you do have a chance to go before it closes earlier and weekdays are your best bets uh, to to get in there and not wait the 30-minute line. We we went in there to kind of kill some time ahead of our dinner at Rosemary. Nice. Over in Fulton Market. Oh, yeah, how was it? It is incredible. Yeah. Um, The, uh, you know, I I, I tried this, uh, their fritters is like if you had honey butter fried chicken, but you have a zucchini fritter instead. Oh, nice. So good. Still thinking about that one. And the cacio e pepe is the best I've ever had. My wife described it the best way possible. You know, when you have those uh, Kraft mac and cheese, like shapes. Yeah. It tastes like that for adults. Wow. And it's incredible. So it lived up to the hype. Very much so. Great service there. And actually, it's funny. We we made some friends at the bar, and the next day, they found me on Twitter because I had been tweeting about it. I was like, oh, those photos look familiar. <laughs> That's what our friends had. Oh, those are our new friends. Nice. Was, it was a fantastic. Um, yeah, we've been doing that. We I have this... Google map that I, I got to send to you of all the crazy light displays in the Chicagoland area. Nice. Uh, and it gets updated every year, and we've been hitting a bunch of those. And we're just gearing up now for, for Christmas, which I can't believe it's a week away. Yeah, it is uh, It is arriving fast, but there's no shortage of things to do in Chicago oh, and around not. Chicago as well. This was the latest episode of Chicago's Very Own Eats. We're going to have another one next week as yes. well, I think, Mike. we got to do... I've got a New Year's one I think I'm working on because I know a lot of people like to go out for New Year's um, and maybe some more holiday stuff as well. Yes, I'm all for it. Drop it next week. Uh, He's Mike Piff. I'm Kevin Powell. Thanks again to John Carruthers for joining us on the latest episode of Chicago's Very Own Eats.